<laughs> Dante's so disappointed. I'm so, so What's wrong, Dante? It's just everything's so keto. <laughs> it is, bro. You should be used to it. Do y'all remember when? Uh, Didn't you grow? Whoa! <laughs> what are you trying to say? Didn't you grow? What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say Oak Cliff is ghetto? Is it? Not? Isn't that what y'all want to say? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you say. All, that's what you say all the time. Every time I don't somebody, say Oak Cliff is ghetto. You know what? Every time. Every somebody, time you throw it up, what do you be saying? That's my hood. Mm. <laughs> that's my hood. It ain't ghetto. The ghetto. See, I don't. My neighborhood. <laughs> what hood is short for neighborhood? Yeah. Dante. You didn't know that? <laughs> D-I-S-D. I'm so mad the light went off. <laughs> I didn't know went off. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. <laughs> you can't make this Dante, up. Dante, you looked right at me and I saw the, what's it called, Eureka? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. Hood is short for neighborhood. Oh. I'm learning a lot of things. I'm learning a lot of things like as I'm older in life. Like, did you know if you have on a white shirt, Ooh. you're not supposed to wear a white wife beater because then people can see your wife beater. You're mm-hmm. supposed to wear like a dark color wife beater. But who, you can still who put see you it. On? Who put you on? No, you can't. Well, you light skin. Who put you on? But for me... J- JJ actually put me on game. When last weekend or something? No, this past this weekend, weekend, our homeboy had a white. He had a white shirt on. White tee. He had a white t-shirt on, but mm-hmm. you could see his wife beater underneath. He had a white wife beater on, and then JJ was like, "Hey, bro, if you put a dark like a black wife beater on, you won't be able to see it." He went and put a black wife beater on, and you couldn't see it. Yeah, bro, because we're black. We can't. We're not supposed to wear white underneath a white. It'll show up. I didn't know so that. So what about me? Ooh. Red bone. He'll be the red one. Do not, nah, do think, not call me a red bone. <laughs> yeah, you're a red bone. I think black would still work for you. Okay. But, bro, it, it blew my mind because I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. Science. Yeah. If I you wear a dark colored shirt under a white, you're good. Did you, you learn, did you learn it from your dad? I learned it from my mom. <laughs> well, my mama left me out. <laughs> what do you mean you learned it from my dad? <laughs> I, I, I tried to say, is that why you didn't? That's probably why I didn't know it. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is, there are certain things that I feel like dads pass down to their sons. Nah, my mom. My dad didn't pass that down to me. The wife beater. The wife. Yeah, I was like, wait, which which direction you going? Because you're talking about a wife beater. You talk about. Oh no! No, not beating. All right, man. This is. I just. I just. I don't know. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Soundboard Podcast. It's your boy, Dante. I'm a little horse, but I'm here with the two kings. You already know what it is. What's up with it? It's your boy, JJ. This is Coop. And this is episode eight. Now, guys, please bear with me. I'm horse. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're Dante. I know. I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who. I don't know who been praying for my downfall, but I need you to know God is spinning the block. <laughs> and he don't play about me. I done had more health challenges in this season than any other season of my life. So just bear with us, guys. This episode, I'm going to be a little hoarse. Your voice but, actually sounds better than it did. When I first came in? Yeah, yeah. It's the cough drops. Be- it's the cough drops. It's the tea. No, it's not. Bro, so JJ called me earlier because he already knew I was hoarse. And he was like, bro, you need to go get some tea. 
I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Starbucks because I don't want to buy a whole bunch of tea because I hate tea. Mm-hmm. And so then I, I said, bro, just go get some, go get like, some tea, some honey and some lemon. You've been the tray, The tea, not from Starbucks, the tea that you with the, the herbs, get the herbs. Yes, oh, but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. The, but this is the thing. Straight. I hate tea. And so now I got this box of peppermint tea and I only <laughs> popped one. And well, now the 11 of them going to go to waste because I'm not going to drink it. You should have got the lemon ginger tea. That didn't happen where I went. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> y'all want to give some updates? What, so, so, so where were y'all at this weekend? Yeah, Dante, why are you hoarse? First of all, I'm hoarse because people want to keep you in a room with 60 degree weather <laughs> and then with a ceiling fan on and I slept under the ceiling fan. Also, I had a little fun this weekend. I probably was talking louder but i'm also gonna blame this girl we went to go eat some food at one of my favorite places in houston because you went to we eat work. with a girl was it live no nigga. you we went to go- eat with a girl that wasn't live <laughs> <laughs> i did I said, it's, gonna be a, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a struggle for me no we were in houston we went to go eat at this restaurant called prospect park mm-hmm. these three little girls next to us wanted to be hookah baddies oh yeah they it did, was bro. blowing the hookah in your face like dang they're in right, my basically. face like basically in our face so i think the hookah couple with uh me talking no- louder than normal couple with me sleeping under a fan in a freezing cold room it just messed my you face. are the weakest vegan i've ever met <laughs> Your immunity is supposed to be way up there. Bro, I don't think it's immunity. I think it's, I have weak vocal cords. Just get a ribeye, bro. Get you get some, you need protein. Good steak. <laughs> I eat protein. A good steak, bro. <laughs> I eat protein. Anyway, we were in Houston this weekend. We went with some of our chapter brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really good weekend, bro. And the crazy thing is, they were going down there for a Greek picnic. We didn't end up going to that because... Yeah, we we we, we yeah we in the game for a minute. Yeah, we grown, but it was a the best moments were like the moments where we were just chilling in at the Airbnb, laughing and joking, bro. Mm. And so it was just a really good weekend, like filled with a whole bunch of laughs and just celebrating each other's accomplishments. Like I think we take for granted, like your friends really be out here making moves. Oh yeah, for sure. Like and so at one point we were just talking about like. Hey, bro, because uh, shout out to our boy Brian. Brian ended up getting a new job, making more money. He's really excited about it. So then we start going around the room like, who's got something that, that's worth celebrating? And people mm-hmm. just start just start naming stuff, bro. And it was mm-hmm. just amazing just to, yeah, to man. It's always celebrate. It's always good to be in a room where you where you celebrate accomplishments. Right? Oh, yeah. Right? When you get to see your, your boys doing something good, it's a great feeling, man. Because that here in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Down, down the in the street. neighborhood, down the street, he's spinning the block. Mm. He coming back around. That and next it, house is yours, <laughs> mm. unless unless you trash. <laughs> and then he just skipped right past your house. <laughs> but yeah, bro. So we were there this weekend. It was a really really good weekend. It was a lot of fun. So that's that's my update. That's what's up, JJ. Yeah. I mean, I was in Houston with uh, Dante this weekend. It was a good time. Um, I, I also enjoy the brotherhood. I can always appreciate that. But um, I uh, recently was, uh, oh, I had the pleasure of being on a, uh, a podcast by a good friend of mine. I used to go to church mm. with French. That's how, that's how I always. That's all how, Things Fine and Gentry. Now, shout out to All Things Fine and Gentry. He's trying to break you, away. You see when people start doing solo is albums. He, is he uh, oh, no, still in our talent? <laughs> <laughs> I still shouted out the pod, though. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Beyonce, Beyonce shouted out Destiny's Child, but she mm-hmm. still left and did a single album. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it was good. It was cool. It was, I would appreciate it being on the pod. Um, so what was the what was the uh, what did, what did you guys talk about on the pod? He's doing a series on his podcast talking about the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And you was on? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's why you didn't get the call. Extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, he was just talking about, um, just basically wanted to know my story, essentially from uh, my upbringing to the diversity in education to where I am now in life to, you know, starting off with a, a podcast and a blog of my own. So kind of just sharing a little bit about that. So and what was, was cool. the gym? What was the best gym you dropped? The best gym I dropped was that I uh, was doing the pod without y'all. <laughs> I'm like, like, really? I thought he was really about to say something good. <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. Also, you know, speaking of health, I went to the PCP um, um, last week, so it was my first time going to the primary care physician. Oh, I was like PCP. PCP. I seen, Bro, why I was I seen, over here like that's a drug? I thought I seen Coop. <laughs> I seen Coop. Uh, his face. He didn't know what I'm talking about. But you so know, we yeah, because yeah, yeah, you know, we talked about health and going a few episodes. Doctor. Before and I hadn't been to the doctor since like 2018, so I took y'all's uh, insight and I went to the doctor just for an annual annual visit. You know? And what did they do? They just asked me a bunch of questions. I got to do some blood work. You know, check all my uh, all my numbers and everything. So. so this is always the awkward part for me when going to the PCP. When they got <laughs> you want to throw out PCP? Nah, no PCP. <laughs> <laughs> when they gotta when they gotta check your manhood. Oh, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Mm-mm. Nah, bro. What kind of doctor you go to? It they wasn't. A, it wasn't a. It wasn't a physical though. Then what was it? Oh, maybe that's a physical. I mean, I no. They check your physical. blood work. They check your blood work. And they check your balls. They didn't do the second part. I don't know what type of doctor you go to, Dante. No, yeah. y'all you got a little a, freaky. Doctor. No, y'all. Your doctor comes with happy endings. <laughs> no. First of all, whoa, wait, wait, wait. This is a family friendly show. <laughs> Two. Five years ago, you didn't know what PCP was. Maybe, maybe it was a different acronym. No, y'all, y'all, they they try to check, bro. Like, I say, be like, oh man, I hurt my finger. Like, drop them. <laughs> Cough three times. No. Testicular cancer is real. No, that's real. Okay, like, that's not, they it's not laughing matter. No, okay. that's why they 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 check your. You're right. Your yeah. No, they do. They do. They didn't do that this time though. They just they they're checking blood work and they ask me a bunch of questions. So okay. maybe I need to go back and get that check. <laughs> hey, I was just here. Can y'all check my balls? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that is something they do ask about history though. Okay, so maybe that's oh, okay. So I don't know if that that comes later on or if you have to have symptoms or signs, you know, where they'll check that for you. I just know like when we were growing up. They always would do that if you were to having a physical to play sports. Right. Yeah. And that's the only reason I go to the doctor for that. Yeah, for that. But I didn't they didn't do that this time. But then again, I ain't been in three years, so I don't know if they changed their protocols. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Maybe it's something different. Maybe did. people were taking advantage of checking that and they, they Yeah, maybe they went to the same doctor you were going to. <laughs> I see what kind of episode this is going to be. Yeah, so that's it, man. Then um, I had some family in town uh, also the weekend before. Mm-hmm. So it was good to go to brunch with uh, with some of my family uh, on my dad's side. So it was good to, you know, catch up. It's always good to be around family. I think the pandemic has showed me, like, the importance of just relationships right. and just being mm-hmm. able to spend time like that. So it was cool to, to catch up with some family. Mm. But, that's what's up, man. Cool. Well, as everybody knows, world, my wife is pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
what a lot of people don't know is she had the baby. Woo! My niece is here. <laughs> My niece is here. So, congrats to y'all, man. Thank you, man. It's been a congrats. busy, busy week. It was a healthy, healthy, healthy baby. She is two months early, mm-hmm. but she is healthy. She's just really little. Two pounds and three ounces. She's so small. Damn. Little nugget. <laughs> but um, so last Sunday, Kiana's water broke. But she hold on. What were y'all doing when the water broke? Because we were supposed to record an episode. Yes, she was at work. I was at home. So you get a call. She said what? She said uh, I don't know uh, what's going on, but I'm about to go to the hospital. Like she didn't know her water broke. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so then I was like, okay, I'm gonna meet you up there. Hmm. <clears throat> meet her up there. Say her water broke, but she didn't go into labor. So when that happens, she didn't know her water broke. No, hmm. they she make didn't. it dramatic on TV. So I, right, I, 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 like it's a like it's a flash flood. Like yeah, a, right. <laughs> <laughs> she knew something we was happening. Alert on our phone. <laughs> right, I didn't right. know alert. Thank you, water broke. Right, she knew something was happening, but she wasn't sure exactly mm-hmm. what was going on. So, um, so she's in the hospital. Water broke, but she didn't go into labor. Since she's so early, they don't want her to go into labor. Right. They want to keep the baby inside as long as possible. Right. Anyways, uh, so last Thursday. Wait, 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 wait. When you got the call, what was going through your head? Oh, well, I didn't know what was happening. Oh. She didn't know. She was like, I'm going to the hospital. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to make sure she's okay. You thought it was like a routine. Just yeah, a check or yeah, something. yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, so I was going to be with her. But anyway, so she's in the hospital from Sunday to Wednesday. <clears throat> Then Wednesday night, she has some people over. They bring her some pork chops from Big Mama's Chicken. <laughs> oh, <that's so laughs> and good. wait, was that the day y'all came? We came Wednesday. No, we yes. came on Thursday. No, y'all came on Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Y'all were there. No, I came Thursday. No. No, so they brought the chicken on Tuesday. We visited on Wednesday. No, they came Wednesday after y'all. Maybe because Y'all were in there. Remember all those people came in and out? No. no. Oh, am I tripping? I'm tripping. That's Tuesday. Okay, okay. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. So, yeah. Wednesday. So, they bring her the, chicken, the pork chops. She eats all the pork chops. The doctor comes in. is like, the baby's heart rate is going up a lot. <laughs> right? So right after she ate the pork chops? <laughs> probably like a little bit after Big Mama's pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... So, um... Anyway, so she's like, uh, we're going to go ahead and have this baby, basically. Mm. So then I message everybody, let them know. And then um, she has uh, she had to have an emergency C-section. And uh, everything went well, man. Okay. <laughs> I, hate, no, I, hate, I hate when people tell a story like that. And, and then, be like, everything went well. Yeah, there, had to be, there was an emergency C-section and then everything went well. Everything's good. In the story. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Were you in the delivery room? Because you know that's that's always the yeah. scariest part. I was trying to avoid this. No, you can't about avoid it. it. Right. right? Were you in the delivery room? I was in the delivery room. I recorded the whole thing. I, I watched, saw the video. I watched everything. Uh, <laughs> bro, you better than me. I don't know if I could just. And I did great. Did you? Until. <laughs> After the baby was delivered, I watched the video back a couple times, and I was like, "You know what? I think I'm gonna throw up." <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor was like, 
you know what? Let's go and get this man out of here. Get this man a wheelchair. Yo, he's going to pass oh, out. <laughs> this is completely not necessary. I'm just a little sick. I'm in the little drought. So the littlest nurse in there throws a, a cold towel on my head, puts me in a wheelchair, and she's wheeling me out. And we have all black nursing staff, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, nurses, while I was walking out, she was standing at the door looking at me. I was like, this is not how my night was supposed to go. <laughs> Wait, where is Key when all this is happening? So I'm surrounded by three nurses, and there's one doctor just with Key. And she's the one <laughs> you took all the staff. I took the whole staff. <laughs> you big men or babies? So they were rolling you out in a wheelchair? They rolled me out in a wheelchair. With a hot, with a cold towel. I had, to, I had to pass by and look at my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad's a whip. <laughs> But as soon as I got out, I told the nurse, I was like, you really don't have to do this. I just got up and walked off. I was like, oh, man. What if he would have got out the church and, and then collapsed? Right, right. <laughs> that would have been yeah. me, bro. Fainted for sure. So, yeah, man. I'm a dad, bro. How does it feel? feels great. Do you feel like, like now that she's here, like, because this is the thing. I feel like women... Uh, they because they have to carry the baby mm-hmm. the baby becomes a part of them like mm-hmm. for like the first couple of months like they already right. start the whole bonding thing right i think for men it don't become real until like the baby's here right then it's like okay oh snap i'm a dad right and i gotta take care of this baby so like how has that transition happened for you i even think that uh women are more connected early on because they have to feed them and stuff like that like the baby needs the mom mm-hmm. right early on so it's almost like definitely the mom's gonna be more connected to the child than the dad at first i still have a connection but it's like i don't really do anything but watch her you know what I mean? right, <laughs> you right. know what i mean so it's like i have a connection but it's not that strong like i think more for us is uh, i feel like we have to get to know them or like get used to being around them more right. yeah like where the mom has been with them the whole time right you know what i mean so yeah, and probably also because she was born early. You right now, you really haven't had that right. Yeah, that true opportunity. That's a good point. Right. So since she was born early, um, she's in the the hospital still. So she has to stay there till her delivery or due date, original due date, October seventh. So it's like I don't really get to hold her that much. Mm-hmm. I get to touch her, but I don't get to hold her. So it's like it's not that strong of a connection yet. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's tough though, bro. Like to just it have is, a baby. That and is then, tough. Yeah, and then like being like so, she's at the hospital and you're here at, mm-hmm. at the house. Like yeah. that's very, I feel like that's very difficult um, to navigate. Right, like obviously you want to be with her or her to be with you, but you know, it all happens for a reason. Yeah, and on um, the, the positive note is that she's healthy. She's healthy, and she's a and, trooper, and and the wife is healthy, and and, and you said she looks like you, right? Looks just you like gotta oh add, my you got to ask too many questions, bro. It was so weird. <laughs> Key must hate it, you. They always say anytime somebody a uh, uh, kid looks like the mom, mm-hmm. I mean, looks like the dad. People always be like, "Ooh, you must have hated him." <laughs> Key must hate. Key must hate your stinking guts. I hope not. But uh, yeah, when she was born, the bait when she came out, I was like, it was like watching myself being born. <laughs> Shut up. She came out and I looked at her and she looked exactly like me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. It's like I watched myself being born. I'm trying to picture you with hair. <laughs> she did she she only has a little bit of hair. Damn. Geez. So she, she doesn't look like Key? Not yet. I'm pretty sure she will when she gets older. Mm. 
Yeah. She got. I will say this. <laughs> he show, Coop showed me the video when I went to the hospital. She got some long legs, bro. Yeah, just like you. Mm. Yeah. She got some long legs, mm-hmm. and y'all are both y'all are both pretty tall as mm-hmm. a couple. Mm-hmm. So she probably gonna be WNBA. Yeah, here we come. We playing tennis, baby. Oh, you right. You know what I mean? We're not we're not gonna mess with that basketball. <laughs> or get into golf. Golf too. Oh, she could. We doing wait. both. We doing both, man. We, we wait this. to dominate. We got this, man. We got this. What if she don't want to play sports? Then she'll be smart like her mom. You cool with that? Oh yeah, okay. I prefer that. Yeah. I it could, it could, what, what would she be like for you? What do you mean? <laughs> Smart like her mom. <laughs> Tall like her dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... We, um, we can go with that. But, um, yeah, so all that happened. And actually, it's funny because last episode, Dante, you touched on um, grieving. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So, so when Kiana's water broke, she was upset. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, she gets she she's gonna miss out on a lot of things. You know what I mean? So like baby shower, she didn't oh, have the baby wow. shower. No yeah. baby shower. Yeah. Didn't get the pictures, maternity pictures. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all didn't get to do that. Right. So Kiana, she you know she got emotional because she was missing out on those things, right? And then of course me via me, I'm like, it's okay, like. Yeah, everything's. I mean, the baby's healthy, you're healthy, everything's good, you know. But then I immediately thought back to what Dante was talking about with grieving. So it's like she was she. Um, I had to allow her to grieve right those things. You know what I mean? Even though it wasn't a big deal to me, it was a big thing, deal to her. So it was important for me to allow her to grieve, missing out on all those those stages. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then another thing came to mind. I realized that women grieve in the moment. Mm. And I think us as men, we grieve or deal with things, a lot of stuff later. We try to, oh, yeah, we try for to push sure, it off. For sure. Well, one, kudos to you for being able to take a step back. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that was, I think that's huge that you like recognized yeah. and, and was able to like shift. And I only, I only thought about it because of that conversation we just had. Come on, soundboard. <laughs> 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 Yes. <laughs> but I do think I think that so you think people, women grieve in the moment. In the so like I think women that will women start are, crying or like but I think they're naturally more emotional. Like I think mm-hmm. of course right. women and men both have emotions, right? I but think I think they're a little bit more emotional so in the moment they're like expressing feeling all of these emotions whereas men I think more times than not are logical. So it's like we're processing things through. So mm-hmm. it's like when those things happen I pro- I'm pretty sure your first instinct was like, okay, what's the solution? Like, what's next? What are next steps? What I need? What needs to happen? Right. So you're trying to think of like the outcome. Think of like make sure you have everything taken care of. That like provision, protective nature right. comes mm-hmm. in. Whereas a woman, a woman for the most part is probably like in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, experiencing it. Especially right. if you, if she has a partner who allows her the space to do that. Right. 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 And dudes also naturally, we come from a perspective of it could always be worse. Right. Yes, that's so. Yes. It's like so yes. for Coop. Right. He's like, okay, yeah, we didn't get to do those things, but like, at least the baby's healthy. You're the baby's healthy, and you're here. Like mm-hmm. you're healthy. Mm-hmm. And so I think from that perspective, it is is also a way that men tend to think, and women are just like, yeah, that's cool, but like, these are the moments that every you know every right, right. every mother looks forward to. Right. Like, right. But <laughs> do you think that's why? Uh, oh, we're 
No, I was just going to say, that's why we just going to do it bigger and better. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, 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 like, right, right. And right. now, he can drink at the baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> She exactly. Can she can do There's always a positive side. We are about to turn up. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, I was gonna say, do you think that's why it was delayed for you? Whenever, not necessarily grieving, but like just the processing aspect, it was delayed for you after you saw the delivery. Then watched the videos. Yes. Then you were like processing everything yes, that happened, yes, and you were yes. like, "Oh, I think I'm about to throw yeah, up." Right, but right. in the moment, it was you were your mind was working so fast, mm-hmm, and was things were happening. But mm-hmm. once you had that time to process, right, what you just experienced, right. oh my god, bro, me would have fainted in the moment. <laughs> threw up. <laughs> threw up. <laughs> yeah, man. but uh, yeah, I was talking to Nick, and he was telling me he was like, I was talking to him about that, about the grieving, and he's like, the thing with guys though is, we grieve in the most inopportune time. So right. like something will happen to you, and then something will trigger you way later, and then it'll come back out. Where women just kind of deal with it like in the moment well i think i think part of that is because dudes are going to naturally i don't think we don't recognize the emotions we just push it off mm-hmm. so for it's a lot suppressed. of it's suppressed mm-hmm. so it's like yeah but i'm finna you know watch tv or mm-hmm. you know go play my favorite sport or like go do all these things and then when you finally sit down somewhere uh-huh. it hits you like a brick wall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like even like dating so like a girl breaks up with or a girl gets broken up with, they crying for weeks, they do right. it. Guy gets broken up with, he back in these streets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and one and night, <laughs> and one night, you find some hers, you be like, <sighs> got, got yeah, Drake, what, play, what, Drake playing in the background. And then you up there laying down holding yourself. For real. That's for always, real. How, that's literally always how it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's a good point, though. Yeah. But um, yeah, enough about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about last episode. What about it? We were a little tired last episode. <laughs> I don't know if people could tell. I don't, I don't know tell. if y'all could. I'm sorry if you couldn't. Good, <laughs> man. It was. I feel like it was so much going on for for everybody. What happened? I don't now. I don't even remember. The, we did the photo shoot. Remember our boy came. Oh, we did, we the, did photo. the photo shoot. And y'all... Side, side note. <laughs> side. <laughs> Oh my god. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> Wait till these photos drop me on your head. <laughs> yes, Shout sir. Out to Caleb for sure. And then so so our photographer's into our photographer. Yeah, I like this. Our right. photographer. Yeah. No, he was he's he gonna come photog. on the road. He's gonna come on the road with us. <laughs> he's gonna come on the road with us and shoot all of our uh our shooter. All of he's gonna be our <laughs> shooter. Mm-hmm. We putting our, the whole team on like LeBron <laughs> so our, special access. So our shooter was in town, you know, he's from Louisiana, so we had to show him how we get down to Dallas. <laughs> Not get down. <laughs> but the problem is, we old. <laughs> we moved different. Boy, we moved different. It must have thought we were still young. We, so we did the photo shoot. Then we went out to eat. Nap. Then we took a nap. No, then... it started the night before. Oh. JJ moved. Yes. Because I moved all day the night before. And then, so Caleb was in town. And him and Coop came to help came and helped me move. I don't remember where you were, but you just weren't there to help me move. I was, but um, <laughs> I was with Olivia. Oh yeah, that's Jay, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so after we moved, it was already late. We spent I got all that one moving, and then we went out to eat after that. So we was just chopping it up. Got home late, 
and then got up early for the photo shoot. Right. Right. And then we went out to eat after the photo shoot. Then JJ, I'm blaming JJ. No, I'm, I'm gonna blame Dante. What? Cause you're like he's in town. We gotta we gotta yeah. show him a good time. We gotta because and, and and because when people come to the city, I always just feel a pressure. Like, look, when you come to the city, this is different. But like, let me just do a PSA real quick. Don't just come to the city randomly and you don't and like people don't know you coming and you expect people to like move their whole schedule around. Because <laughs> I've had people be like, "Yo, bro, I'm coming to Dallas," and I'm like, "Okay, and." Right. Let me know how your stay was. Yeah, right. But like Caleb was here, he's a friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. um, and it was like we can't just let him come. Like he's doing us a favor, coming all the way right. from you know. Yeah, Louisiana. I want to show him a good time. So we just want to show him a good time. So, anyways, we end up going out around midnight or something. Literal midnight. So we get get to the to the lituation at midnight. Yeah, bro. And we thirty. <laughs> So we're supposed to be leaving around 11. Like, we're supposed to get there like 9. We're supposed to be back at the crib. We're supposed to be back at the house at 11, 11, Bed by midnight. <laughs> sleep. Then we thought we could come in here and podcast after getting no sleep. <laughs> right. Because we woke up like everybody. I woke up, went to church the next morning, had to be there super early. And then we pod right after that. Mm-hmm. No energy. No energy. So anyways, we, we're 30 and we try to relive our 20s. We just don't have it no more. So basically, you know, we came to the conclusion that old habits die hard. Yes. If you let them die. <laughs> oh, they live on. Bro, for real. Oh, they live on. I mean, because even, so even when, when he came in town, I immediately went back to how we used to kick it back right. in the day. Right, right. right. We need a bottle. Right, right. Like, right. let's go out. Right. Let's hit the scene. Right. Versus, why don't we just... Why don't we just kick it? Why don't we just go over to somebody's house? Mm-hmm. Play some spades. You Bro, know what I'm we would have had a way more. And th- let me be clear. Y'all, we went out. We sat in that section <laughs> and talked. <laughs> we could Buy have. these expensive drinks. <laughs> we could have did that on somebody's couch in somebody's home. Yep. Caleb was like, Caleb was on whatever vibe we was on. I even tried to buy him a drink. I was like, hey, bro, like, you want a drink? He was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> we could, we would have had more fun, like, coming to somebody's house, listening to music, watching TV, like, just in, enjoying each other's company. What is, what is it about, why did we not, like... Cause we don't really do it, do that anymore. We don't. We don't even go out. That's what's crazy. But I think, but I think for so long we were doing that. Like when, whenever somebody would come in town, that was the or thing. whatever it is. Like we going out. Yeah. Like we turning up. We going yeah. up. We going up. We going up. That's what we right, are. Right, hey, right, we come in town. Right, we going up. We going right. up. We going up. So that's like old habit we have. That's like that's the best way to celebrate somebody coming in town. Mm-hmm. Versus recognizing that lifestyles and shifted a little bit. So this is the thing. So I I, I have a question for y'all. What is the the habit that you probably need to let go? And I and I want I, I want our listeners to think about this too. <laughs> what is the habit? Like for us, we just talked about how like when people come into town, mm-hmm. like doing the whole let me take you out, blah, blah, blah. Like that's the habit that we need to get rid of. Like, what is a habit for y'all that you that I can you, tell you mine. need to let go? What is it? Reckless spending. So when people come in town, bro, it's like <laughs> I've been I uh, I buy I go by this notion that I'm an experienced guy, right? So uh-huh. I bought into that, right, right. So whatever the experience cost, 
I'll spend. Mm-hmm. Right. So whenever people come in town, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go out to eat. Let's go out to eat multiple times. Right. Let's go out in the city. Let's turn up. Let's do whatever it is. I'm just spending my money. Right. Right. And it wasn't until, like, the next day when I recognized, like, kind of just how we had this conversation. But we could have just had a kickback. We could have just right. kicked at somebody's spot. That I'm like, all this reckless spending, as much as we talk about, like, how we want to be intentional with, like, right. finances and things, I'm, I'm investing my money and resources in other people's dreams. Mm, right so right. like my reckless spending is not funding anything that i want to do right it's funding right. it's funding something that everybody else wants to do whatever section we was in whatever drinks we was buying that's funding somebody else's dream mm. and i'm trying to i'm trying to get to where i'm mm. trying to go in life and my, these old habits need to die but I, I keep going back to them every time i try to leave something keep pulling me back, <laughs> me back but it's not just it's not it's really not even just finances right you can extrapolate that further and think about like the time that you spend everything that you're doing is it funding what you wanted to fund or is it funding somebody else's dreams mm. right like what are you investing your time in this boy here preaching <laughs> look i need to take my own I'm, I'm, that, that applies <laughs> to me what happens do you need to let die all of them <laughs> but yeah rec- reckless spending bro reckless spending Damn, i, I could have saved so much money to think we, you... so i'll go so i'll say one of mine is um and we've talked about this this is something that's still a thing for me Getting people to talk you into doing things right. that you necessarily know you don't necessarily want to do. Right. So, like, this weekend was a great time. Mm. But I knew from the jump what the agenda was. Like, uh-huh. I knew the agenda was, like, to turn up the whole weekend. Right, right, right. Now, right. I also knew that I ain't about that life. Right, 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 <laughs> that right. That life. Right. But I still went on the trip. So, before we even got on the trip, we were, we were like, dang, bro, how did we get here? <laughs> like... <laughs> How do we let the like let people talk us into driving all the way to Houston? And then this is the thing, it worked out because I was with like-minded people. That's important. So like me and JJ and like uh our, our bro uh JG went to do our own thing mm-hmm. and, and it was separate than everybody else, but it right. was kind of one of those things where it was like we just went out, got some food, like yeah. chilled. It's like we could have did that in the city. Right. I will have not the same though. No, no, not the same. Yeah, yeah. I will, however, say the brotherhood was the best part of it. So, yeah. like, we did get to chill in those moments where, like, people weren't trying to, like, go out and stuff. Yeah. The best moments was, like, us chilling on the couch. We don't have to go to a whole other city to do that. Right. Like, we can do that in the DMW. Right. So, I'll say the habit that I need to do and still working on, because this pisses Coop off about me, <laughs> is allowing people to, like, talk me into doing stuff. This yeah. time it worked out, but that hasn't always been the case. But I think the thing is you you knew what you were getting into and you you didn't overexert, you know. Right. You you went somewhere and then you did what you wanted to do within right. the right. realm of It was you know. like, okay, we here, but like we still not on that. Like I knew, right. we knew off top, like, bro, I'm not trying to do that. Right, right. So right, we just right. kinda went and did our own thing. Still ended up being a good weekend. But I would say just allowing people to talk me into the like I begin off the initial hype or like want to do it for other people. Right. So like other people be like, yo D I really want you to be there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let me be there. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of the things I need to let die. Um, I don't know if this is a habit, but it kind of goes with what I talked about earlier with key. And I think I've told Jay this, JJ this before I read something that there's somebody that could be positively toxic. And mm. I think that I, do, I, I remember you telling me this. Yeah, and I was like, "Dang, that is definitely me." But like, well, I, I wish I had the list. Dang, <laughs> I wish I had the list. But anyways, it's like people that tell you, like how we said, "Oh, it could have been worse." But like, instead of letting somebody deal with, the, go through their process of whatever they're going through, 
they try to just constantly uplift you, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Sometimes that can be toxic. So I am very much like I'm very I do not like any negativity. If you're negative, it pisses me off. Like if you like yeah. I don't like people to be down around me, like so why do you think that's a bad habit though? It's because I don't allow people to go through what they're going through. So mm. sometimes you have to feel your feelings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, you're you're being dumb. Why do you feel sad? You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it could always be worse. Yeah. You idiot. You know what I mean? So it could be. It can be a bad thing. You know, to some people. Yeah. So you did it, like the example of you just even taking a step back, allowing Key to grieve. Right. Is right. You making progress. Right. Like I don't like people to cry around me or anything. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm just like, hey, man. King, that's... <laughs> why do, but why do y'all think it's so hard to break those old habits, though? You know what I mean? Like, because we say old habits die hard, but... If we know the habits, why isn't it that easy to well, just... bro, this is the thing. If you've done something for long enough, it's going to be your natural bend. Yeah. Like, naturally, it's going to be your natural bend. And right. so... If we've been doing something like, let's say, Coop his his entire life, mm-hmm. thirty one years, mm-hmm. he's been the guy that's like positively toxic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he can't just stop being positively toxic. Yeah, like yeah. it's 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 going to be the thing that's that's natural for him. If at the root of my thing, which is crazy, I'm starting to realize is people pleasing. If that's at mm. the root of who I am, mm. it's gonna. And I've been doing that for thirty one years. It's going to. Dang, bro, I just diagnosed myself. What do I be paying this therapist for? <laughs> you, you should be just paying us. Right. What do I be paying him for? <laughs> he a great therapist, but I'm low-key just, like, diagnosing myself. Um, <laughs> it, at the root of it, it's people-pleasing. And so I have to get out of the habit of people of people-pleasing, bro. That's so funny that <laughs> me being that toxic. <laughs> you just said you diagnosed yourself. Me and JD were talking about somebody. That was a therapy or something, and he's like, he's had a breakthrough. That something, something, something. I was like, he didn't know that about. Him. <laughs> no, it's always it's always harder to like know about yourself, like because uh, you yourself. Like it's always hard. Like other people can I see. I feel it. like I know a lot. I about feel myself. like I'm constantly self reflected. Like I'm thinking. I'm about- ve- be clear. I'm very self aware. Uh-huh. But for that, like that, I never would have considered myself a people pleaser. Right, right. Because on the other side of that, I'm also like very much like I don't really care about what people think. I think that's like a lie. The- I think that's a lie you tell yourself. And it's probably certain people that you want to please. It's probably not it's my, for, You know what? It's not everybody. Yeah. Like, let's be clear. I don't really care about pleasing everybody. Right. But, like, people that are close to me, my friends, mm-hmm. my family, I do care about pleasing yeah. those people. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I would say uh, it's just, it, it, it's hard because if you've been wired a certain way, like, literally from a scientific perspective, your brain becomes, like, your habits become ingrained in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you literally have to, like, rewire your brain. And that's another reason why it's important to have good habits. Because just how it could be negative, it could be positive. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? If you practice doing the right thing, then it'll naturally just happen. You don't have to think about it type of thing. Yeah. You essentially are restructuring those neural pathways. Boy, big words. Since Dante you, is a scientist. <laughs> I am a scientist. <laughs> but, so, yeah. So, even so even to that point, right? I was reading David Goggins. Y'all know. I was just about to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, in that, it's in the book, he's, he's always talking about, like, surpassing your, this mental limit you put on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mastering your mind. Wait, do people know who David Goggins is? He's a lunatic. He's a lunatic. 
Like he's a genius. <laughs> he, dude, dude, like ran a whole marathon, like broken legs, pissing blood. Yeah, basically, he he was he went through um, what is it, three um, hell weeks in, in the Marines. in the Marines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, psh, he went through three hell weeks. He ran a hundred a hundred miles in three days' notice without any training. <laughs> But in the book, he kind of talks about, like, where it started from and, like, how he kind of got there, right? He had a whole traumatic childhood and everything that mm-hmm. he had to overcome, essentially, to get to the point to where he is now. Right. But the whole premise of the book is talking about mastering your mind, right? Right. Like, we always have limits that we put on ourselves um, and surpassing those limits. We just don't think that we can. But once right. you think that you can, like, you just have to uh, – a lot of things are more mental than anything, right? So once you master your mind, once you can surpass those limits – you can pretty much do anything in this world. Right. I believe that. But <laughs> speaking of him being a lunatic, like some of those things is is like extreme. Right. Like really extreme, right? So like it makes me think about the limits that we put on ourselves. Like how do y'all challenge y'all's mind and like surpass do or do y'all feel like y'all surpass those limits? Or how do you challenge yourself on the mental front? I don't. I don't surpass it. And also, do you challenge yourself? No. Oh, I go, t- go ahead. Good. Ahead. I was gonna say. Also, there has to be a point where you like. There has to be a cutoff. Like, would y'all would y'all accept advice from somebody who whose only <laughs> limit is death? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's no. him. Like he's he pushes himself to death. Right. Essentially, like it's either I'm gonna accomplish this or I'm gonna die. Dep- I'm gonna die trying. It depends on what it is that I that I need to get done. <laughs> like, what if it's to save somebody you love? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like John Q type stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's situational, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But in general, like in, in general, probably not. But you know what? You know what makes that hard? Challenging yourself. So I don't know if I heard this somewhere. I heard this somewhere, and they're talking about the difference between your mind and your brain, right? Mm, I like where this is going. So your brain is there to keep you safe, right? So you're running. You're like, I'm in pain. Your brain is telling you. You should probably stop. Like, this hurts. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, your mind, you, you master your mind. You're saying, it hurts, but it's not going to kill me. Or, I can get through this type thing. So, that's, I think that's that's the difficulty of just, like, challenging ourselves and getting to the next level. It's like, we depend on our brain too much. And don't, you know, feed, uh, give in to our mind. That's good. Mm, that's good. Because I, I, I will say... Bro, that's a bar. That is a bar. And the reason I say that's a bar is because, um, like you said, like your brain is there to protect you. So your mm-hmm. brain at the very core mm-hmm. is going to try to protect you from any type of like opposition or right, like right. embarrassment right. or like fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say that's one of the things I struggle with the most because a lot of people will notice about me, but I am like a... Uh, I have a very negative mindset about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so it keeps me from trying a, a, trying a lot of new things. Right. Because the first thing that always comes to mind is, well, what if you get out here and embarrass yourself? Mm-hmm. Or like, what if you're not good enough? Right. Or like, you definitely can't do that. Right. And so it's, it becomes one of those things where you have to literally work to like, re like we talked about earlier, like rewire your mind. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm trying to practice is, Instead of staying there, because you're going to have negative thoughts. Yes. Like it's it. I I, I heard somewhere, mm-hmm. um, where they said 
you're you're always going to have negative thoughts. It's just how loud are they? Mm. And so when you master your mind, it doesn't stop negative thoughts from coming. Right. It just stops them from being so loud. Right. It stops them from like blaring that you can't hear it. So you hear them, but you're also like, mm, I hear that, but I also hear like what could happen right. or like what's possible right. or like That's what good. what would happen if I do X, Y, and Z. And so for me personally, I'm working on acknowledging the negative, like mm-hmm. acknowledging the fear or whatever it is, but then also countering that with truth. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you are pos- like this is possible. Like, what will happen if you do this? Right. Um, I'm still trash at it, but it's <laughs> like, like I said, a work in progress. But you're aware. I'm at least aware. Yeah. Yeah. First step. What about you, JJ? Uh, yeah, me. I probably. I would say I'm I'm working on it by like by by paying attention to what it is that I'm pro- like I'm taking in. Mm-hmm. So like what my what my mind is consuming cuz mm-hmm. I do I'm a firm believer of like you can you can control your thoughts, right? So even just that narrative of the fact that like you have control over your thoughts, you determine what thoughts you want to pay attention to, what thoughts you don't want to pay right. attention to. Right. Kind of what Dante was saying, like right. you have control over that. <clears throat> I think there's times that we as people often go on autopilot and uh-huh. whatever thoughts come in, you just take a hold of that. Before you know it, five minutes later, you're dwelling on this thought yes. that just entered your mind. Yes. But if you can if you can intentionally think about I have control over these thoughts. I can choose to continue to dwell on it or I can choose to let it go and, and focus on something different. Mm-hmm. That starts to, to rewire those neural pathways. It starts to change like the direction in which you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, and you know, I, I really get that from, this is all foundational for me from the Bible, right? Like mm-hmm. it talks about taking control of your thoughts. Um, and so I think that trying to fill my mind with things like that, with the truth right. versus the lies, kind of like what Dante was saying, helps me to become mentally strong, right? Right, And it helps me to um, direct my thoughts, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like be able to focus on which ones I want to, or be able to pay attention to which ones I want to focus on and which ones I want to let go. Right. You know what's so uh, crazy? I was watching this uh, TED Talk and it's all about this idea of like the five second rule. And so if you ever, if there's anything that you ever want to do or before your mind can allow the fear and stuff to take off, you count down. Five, four, three, two, one, and you immediately start taking action. Uh-huh. So, like, you may not necessarily want to work out, right? But you say you count down, you'd be like five, four, three, two, one, and go. then you immediately get up, yeah, put your shoes on, and then like just go do it. Yes, um, because if the longer you sit and you think about it, the more like it's going to give you an opportunity your brain to come up with all of the well this could happen or this could happen mm-hmm. or this could happen or, it's or cold this could go outside wrong or, or yeah oh, or this could go yeah. wrong and so it was a whole TED talk about like counting down from like five seconds of like just five four three two one and then immediately after that just getting up and do it I really like that I wanted to try that yeah I think also just thinking about where do these limits even come from because mm-hmm. a lot of times when we have the limits they're based off somebody else putting a limit there. Mm-hmm. Right. We wouldn't even, that wouldn't be a limit if we didn't see somebody else mm-hmm. stop at that point or something right. like that, right? So just being able to think outside of the outside of the norm, outside of the uh, the expectations or whatever that's already put there. Right. That's difficult though. Yeah. Like it's difficult to try to. It. I was kind of thinking about that. So that, that kind of, you know, when you know your limits, when you think you know your limits, you kind of see where you're going to stop. Mm. And I think that, like, like America's, like, obsessed, obsessed with youth, right? So the main advantage to me of being young is that you have, like, an ignorant confidence. Right. Like, you don't know 
that much about what happened before you, mm-hmm. but you you feel like you can conquer anything. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. And as you get older, you kind of like you see what people have done around you. You're like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be able to do this now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you kind of keep that youthful spirit in in um, thought process, like if you have a little bit of ignorant confidence, I think that can go a long way sometimes. I like that perspective. Bro, that's actually, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like, um, but you know. Uh, that, that's, that's the same thing that makes you mad at young people, though. Like, yeah. You don't know anything. You ever- <laughs> right. Shit, you're a little stupid. <laughs> a little stupid stuff down somewhere. Um, so my, um, you know, my pastor always talks about how, like, he did a sermon this one time. And it was just like, when babies are born, they're only born with, like, two fears. Mm-hmm. And then, like. As you grow older, you just accumulate all these other, like all these other fears of like just anything, fire, spiders, like whatever it is. Right. But like you're 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 only born with like two fears. Right. And you accumulate everything else. And so the older you get, the more fears you accumulate. Right. Just from like your life experience or something. So when you said that, that's what made me think about that because I think that's good. Yeah. So we need just be youthfully ignorant. Some sometimes you know I mean if you can have ignorant confidence and you can have uh, informed confidence, like you know that you're good at something because you've trained to do something. Like I, like a doctor, mm-hmm. you talk to a doctor, they talking to you like what I'm saying is facts, like, right? You know what I'm saying. But then you can also have somebody like <laughs> <laughs> that little kid who was talking about he was a doctor in Florida. Yeah. You know <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that's what it takes, right? <laughs> but he he fooled so many people, right? Though. He was just so ignorantly confident, like I know, I know what I'm talking about, and didn't <laughs> and, know and anything. People, people was in there believing it, right? <laughs> I think you have to have a drive though to like want to break those bound, those those like those limits, because even you know you hear the story all the time about like they didn't think that a mile could be ran under four minutes, right? Right. So like it was facts to say like there's no way it's, it's not humanly possible right. to run a mile under four minutes. Until somebody did it. And now a lot of people can and do now it. Everybody right. Everybody yeah, doing four it. Minutes, right. right. So you have to have that initial drive to be able to like, who says that this this is a fact? Right. Let me push beyond that. Right. And bro, you know what's so crazy about that? Like the Olympics, they just went off. Right. Like the Olympics just went off. But you had all these people like breaking Olympic records. That's that amazes me. Right. Like breaking Olympic records that have been in place for years, right, bro. Right. Like been in place for years. But like they out here just breaking them joints. One, boom, two, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, dang, bro, that's crazy to me. And you know what I think about when I see that? I'm like, there has to be a limit. <laughs> What do you mean there has to be a limit? What if people keep breaking records? So, like, let's say, let's say, they can throw a ball a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. In every Olympics, they beat it by a yard. For let's say, <laughs> fifty <laughs> Olympics yeah. from now, we used to be able to throw a ball a hundred yards. Now people are throwing the ball a hundred and fifty yards. Yeah. You know, like there has but, to, but it forces people to be better. That's what I'm saying. But so, there's also been a lot of like development, right? So right. if you think about strength and conditioning, uh-huh. 50 years ago right, when right, they were right, breaking right. these records, that there's been so much education uh-huh. and, and information out there that now that people train completely different, right? Right. But I'm saying even like Flo Joe's record just got broken, right? Mm-hmm. That took that much long to break her record. But then what if it gets broken again? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It it blows my mind, bro. This just lets you know that you can really, like, we are not going as far as we can go. Bro, I think humans can be superhuman. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I think, 
like your mind and your body is equipped to do way more than what we use it for. Right. Like we stop because it's just like, oh, well, this is all I can do. Mm-hmm. These are my limits. But like, I feel like if we really just was out here, right. like the human body could do way more. Mm-hmm. Like they be saying you only use like six percent of your brain or something. He like is your a brain, scientist, huh? your right. brain can do. I just been a whole fact check that sound. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, let me tell you an interesting fact about me. I Google everything. Uh And so if you want to know what I do in my free time, bro, I'll be on YouTube watching videos. Right. Like, I'll literally be like, how do you do X, Y, and Z? Right. And I'll just watch a YouTube video on it. But, um, yeah, bro, they said you only use, like, we only use, like, six, I think it's maybe between six and ten percent of Uh our actual brain. Right. So we're trying to be limitless, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for sure But uh, that, I think that's it for this week fellas uh, We appreciate everybody listening um, As always Check us out on IG At the soundboard Oh wait the soundboard podcast, podcast right? Mm-hmm. And hey the question this week That we're going to post is What is the habit that you need to get rid of like what is the habit that you that needs to die hard? Like what is that habit? So we shared what ours was. We want you guys. This is how we build up the community. We need y'all to like go in and like put that. And shout out to Dante, bro, pulling up with the horse voice. Yeah, and <laughs> we pulled through. <laughs> we made it through. We had to do it, bro. <laughs> I, my mindset is this: like this early in the game, if we allow excuses to get in the way, mm-hmm. then it's going to be easier for us to have yes. excuses in the end. And to be yeah. honest, if Chris had a whole baby and you didn't show up to record, <laughs> I had like I had the baby. It looked like I had the baby when I was <laughs> that boy was getting wheeled down the hallway. <laughs> One doctor kid, <laughs> he got all three. <laughs> oh but my yeah, gosh. Uh, check us out on IG at the Soundboard Podcast. Um, if you want to follow me on IG, you can find me at this is Coop underscore. Yeah, if you want to follow JJ, follow me at underscore Jeremy J. And I already know y'all want to follow your boy Deep Voice Poppy. <laughs> what uh, you have to like Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow your boy Deep uh, Smooth Dante at Dante D O N T A E Speaks Life. I've been dropping some fire photos. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of heat coming y'all's way. A I'm lot about of me. heat. Dante over here trying to move solo. Oh yeah, I'm, I think I'm gonna post a new one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We gonna talk about this. <laughs> we gonna talk about that. Hey, we out, man. We out. <laughs>